good morning from all things SR. Good morning, Leslie. Good morning, Pam. Back in the U.S. <laughs> back. Back in the U.S. Back. Hey, Franca. Black. Back in the States. Elena, Brenda, Shell, Lori, yep, Betty. Back in the States is right. So how have you been? Was get get was it easy getting back together in this again? <laughs> oh, it's um, it's been a whirlwind of a week. I came back to a new job um, as a, someone still jet lagging from uh, traveling uh, many many hours over ten thousand miles, um, but uh, also wishing I was still back in Cape Town and Joburg, um, but mm -hmm. it, because it just was so lovely. Um, I had just a magical time. It really, really was um, incredibly special, and I feel really, really lucky, and I'm so very happy to get to meet Franca in person and her lovely husband, Tony, and her daughter as well. It was really, really great. Oh, that's awesome! That's awesome. Yes, it's it's remarkable. Uh, I hope someday how I get our family connects us um, all over. You know, it's it's really it's uh, it's really a gift, and, and we've talked about this before, and we've talked about this with SR. Um, how you know mm -hmm. his books have really created something beautiful because it's not just the mm -hmm. the words; it's the connection between the friends, absolutely. So um, it's really, really good. So I, um, I'm, I just feel very fortunate. Um, and I didn't, as my husband said, he's like, I'm really glad you went because I was very close to canceling my trip um, because I had so many other things going on in our, our lives with the passing of my brother-in-law mm -hmm. and my mother's illness. And I'm really, it was the best decision I made. I didn't realize how much I needed to take a trip like this. It was very, very healing mm -hmm. um, and fortifying. So it's really, really good. That's awesome. Yeah. That is so awesome. <laughs> and I'm laughing as I look at the chat comments because oh, yes. this is the blessed Our day. Betty. <laughs> the blessed day. <laughs> arrived, as Betty says. Paul is back. Uh. <laughs> Betty, I'm your sorry. love of Paul just makes me smile. Yes. It's constant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> constant and unending. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it so much. So it it's it's been a wonderful week and, and uh just looking forward to today where I can everybody's away in the house. I have nothing to do today and I'm just gonna close and lock up the front door, keep the lights out and <laughs> Go upstairs and hide. <laughs> a day of quiet. Uh, absolutely. I found uh, two new shows that I want to watch on Netflix. One is Queen Charlotte. Nice. And uh, which, by the way, 
uh, Julia Quinn, who wrote the story, the series. Yes. She was interviewed at your bookstore near you. Yes. By this girl I follow on TikTok. Yes, I I know. And, I was uh, not. I was flying back. I, I I was so bummed. I was like, of course. Um, I think that was at. They actually mm-hmm. had her at the downtown. Um, the bookstore downtown. If I yeah, remember. Mid, Midtown Scholars. I think it mm-hmm. was. At, but yeah, yeah. I was, I, I, and I was like, I was going to tell you. And then you said you were going to South Africa. So I said, <laughs> well. Yeah, I knew. Maybe I didn't. So, so that's good. That's good. And uh, we're going to go see E.L. James in July. July 1st. Very excited about that. She's coming that. to the States That'll for be a, lot of fun. a few select places. Check out her website and, if, uh, she to all, see if she's coming somewhere near you. Yeah, check the bunker. Check the bunker on Facebook. She's also giving away uh, two tickets to Book Bonanza and a $500 in cash card, whatever. Yes. And uh, you just have to pay for your efforts. So look for that as well. And I think your food and beverage. So anyway... We have Passion Con coming up. Yes, that was I'm the big announcement. This yes. Going to be in Puerto Rico in March. Mm-hmm. Very, very exciting. I'm seeing uh, Queen Charlotte was really good, Ellie said. Um, Lori's mm-hmm. saying she can't hear us. Can you hear us now? Can you hear me? Because I let me just check all my volumes are good. In fact, I may be clipping a little bit. Flora's saying Queen Charlotte was amazing. The actors were phenomenal. And actually, when Franca was taking me around um, in Mandela Square, in I believe that was in Sandburg, near in Johannesburg region. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Franca. But we saw. Uh, a crew putting up a big display. It was like a display for a photo backdrop for Queen Charlotte for Netflix because Netflix um, is in South Africa. So I thought that was pretty cool. Mm. Uh, they were kind of preparing for the big uh, splash when it came out. And mm-hmm. yes, and Brenda, actually, we that's part of the SR News uh, Brenda's mentioning. Yes, that's our... SR World News, yes. yes. We will, we'll mention that in just a minute or two. Um, it's going to be very good tonight. And thank you for letting us mm-hmm. know um, that you can hear us um, as well. Uh, Anna, your beef barley soup simmering in quilt and pillows and Kindle is today's plan. Um, it's uh, going to be a rainy day here in the north. East, at least in our corner of the Northeast U.S. Um, so that sounds like a perfect game plan um, for mm-hmm. today. Absolutely. I Absolutely. Yes. Okay, Frank, and Franca confirmed it was a Santin. Thank you. Um, I just thought it was great that mm-hmm. they were promoting Queen Charlotte 10,000 miles from where... 
we were looking forward to seeing it. So it should be really, really good. I'm also watching The Diplomat. Yes, I saw the first episode of that. Highly recommend. I want to. That's one I want to continue yes. watching. So phenomenal. That's a. That's going to be a binge for me. And in, in this, on my day of closing up shop and not looking at anybody or anything. Well, and one other I would recommend, <laughs> and along the veins of the Diplomat, if you haven't seen it yet, Night Agent. Really good. Really, I haven't seen. Really that. good. Okay. Good. I highly recommend. I'll, Very. I'll suspenseful. put that on my list as well. It's very suspenseful. I will put. I will put that on my list as mm -hmm. well. <laughs> so, so we have lots of good things from SR yes, today. Share, share the um, news because um, it does tip tip into a, what Brenda shared in the chat. That exactly. Um, he's very happy to have seen the official poster for Gabriel's Redemption Part One. It has been posted by uh, both on the founding members and in the main site. Uh, they sh he feels that they did a great, an excellent job designing it. I know that Melanie looks beautiful in this. You, you, you don't see much of Gabriel, but a lot of Melanie. Mm -hmm. But it is, it is a, it is there. And the film debuts on the twenty second, with the red carpet premiere prior to that in London. And he thinks some of the signature members are attending. And I believe I heard where James and. Julio and Melanie and Maddie and I'm not a Christian. I'm not sure who else is going to be at the premiere. Um, oh, there's they they did do the the post. Um, Jeremy Baptiste from A Brother's Honor is going to be there. They're going to have um, mm -hmm. yeah, a, a lot of the stars from the recent films are slated to be there. Um, Mm -hmm. So, and that's I great. know I can't. I'm I'm very very excited, um, very excited. And <laughs> Betty says Gabriel, who beautiful work. Ashley said regarding the poster. <laughs> Brenda says yes, love the poster. And Betty says I'm surprised Bessie the cow won't be at the premiere. They may just not have meant. They may just not have announced Bessie yet. They might be waiting. That might be a surprise for everybody. Yes. Brenda's mm -hmm. saying Olivia is going to be there. Olivia Applegate from the Driven series. Maddie's going to be there from the. Mm -hmm. um, oh my gosh, the series. I'm blanking out on the book. Amy Benson or yeah. or. Yes, Amy Benson. Amy Benson. Um, and of course, mm -hmm. uh, from the uh, Straight from the Tire Shop, <laughs> Andrew's going to be mm -hmm. coming. Uh, cool. So, yeah, there's going to be new some new faces. That's great for them. Uh, along That's with great. our some uh, great actors who joined us last time um, in L.A. Mm-hmm. So that's, that'll be very excited. I know that a bunch of signature members are going, so I'm really happy for them that they get this chance to see this. That's, that'll be a lot of fun. It, it will be. I don't know. I, I don't know who's going from here or not, but yeah, so it should be a lot of fun. Um, SR is also trying to finish his book. He says, I'm writing, trying to finish my book. I don't write as fast as I used to. But certainly, I'm enjoying the process, and I look forward to sharing the finished product with readers, hopefully before the end of the year. So that's that's nice mm, news. That's and exciting he news. is chatting with 
Mm-hmm. And he is chatting with the Passion Squad Facebook group tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. And readers will need to join the group and answer the admin's questions in order to do so. And they've been reading Gabriel's Promise. So that's right, Brenda. It's like a mini passion con in the UK. Um, readers have been asking about a trailer. He says, I don't have a date yet for part one redemption trailer, but I haven't and I haven't seen it. Usually I see it in advance. I'll post updates as they become available, but I know they're already editing part two. Uh, he says, I wanted to mention that the cost of paperbacks on Amazon will be going up in June. This is due to a variety of factors and may vary from publisher to publisher, but some of my titles will be affected. So readers may want to secure those paperbacks before the prices go up. Um, he wanted to extend the, uh, his gratitude to readers for their support of the Gabriel series and also the films. He's very pleased to have been working with Passionflix. They were the right partner for this project, and I hope I'll be able to work with them in the future. I know they're grateful for reader support as well, so thank you all. Very, very. And that is the SR news of the day. Very, very exciting news. Um, and we have uh, mm -hmm. news from Ellie to share as well. White card yes, day we for her Maya. She graduates high school. May 31st. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Um, and Congratulations. Anna, I hope prom and all the goodness that brought for number 91 uh, went well. Um, I remember that before I left the country. I hope you had a wonderful day. Mm -hmm. And I. And Maya went to the prom last week. <laughs> yep, it's prom season. It's so sweet to see all the pics. Um, mm -hmm. and <laughs> Betty says we need to send the boss more food and whiskey. <laughs> yes. And, um, yes, we do. <laughs> I'm sure he'd appreciate that actually. Uh, it's, it's really, um, exciting to see all the good yes. things that we have. Happening. We have to send him, uh, have to send him a, uh, Tim's regular medium and also a, uh, a maple glazed mm. whenever possible. <laughs> oh, that sounds good right now. So <laughs> I would like that right now. Yeah. So there's a, I had the closest thing to it. A bagel with cinnamon sugar on it. <laughs> I had a bagel with cinnamon sugar on it too, Pam. I didn't know that's there the kind go. of bagel you There you had. go. See, great mind. Uh, I, I like all kinds of things, but this is cinnamon sugar, and it's right here, so I put it on. So. <laughs> yep, I went for the sweet so instead of savory. Yeah, 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 yeah. I went for the sweet instead of the savory this morning. Mm -hmm. um, very, very good. Well, I don't have any vegetable cream cheese, mm. so. Otherwise, I would have had that. <laughs> I, I love that, too. Anna notes that prom was awesome. Signing day for full scholarships for operators, engineering union apprenticeship was yesterday and graduation is next Friday. That is wonderful. Oh, that's and really awesome. congratulations again. That is awesome. Going into the apprenticeship. That is going to serve him well. Really, really excited for his prospects, Anna. That's great. And yes, Betty, mm -hmm. Betty coming from the land of bagels, uh, New York City bagels are delicious. 
bar bagels that I had, I can guarantee now, New York's not as good as the ones that you have in New York, but they're pretty decent. Absolutely not, but but what can I say? And that'll be June 9th. Keep that date in mind. I'll be out of high school for 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> and I still remember, I still remember senior week like it was yesterday. <laughs> so June 9th, your 50-year... Uh, anniversary of graduation yeah and it is it is and you want to know when our reunion is when when we see Lorena McKenna <laughs> you're kidding me no I'm not my friend was good yeah me, but my friend Patty was here one night for dinner and, and uh I, she says oh we're gonna have this and it's gonna be this and I'm like already got concert tickets I wish I'd known earlier <laughs> Well, could you swing by not, before or after? Not, no, no. <laughs> Look at me trying to do both. Patty is the only, Patty, I know, uh, Patty's the only person that I've give, ever kept in contact with since high school. Mm -hmm. So I really don't, uh, I wish them all well, yes. but I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's always interesting though. Yeah. Um, it's kind of an interesting thing to kind of uh, step back and and see where people are. Elena uh, says, "I hear you, Pam." First well, phase of our we, reunion we had... is on June 9th, Fifty years for her, as you know. So, I mm -hmm. think you and um, you're in good company. Well, I think hope you have a great time with that, Elena. And I'm really happy to read Ellie that the school worked with you guys. Ellie said, I had to beg the deputy principal to let her go because her third quarter grades were suffering since she had been so sick. But she pulled it together that oh. week and lifted her English grade from an F to an A minus and her AP psych grade to passing. Not bad for missing 48 days of school this year. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I hear you on that. That That's is tough. Herculean, That's tough. and she deserves, you know, for all the work she did to to be able to raise her grades to pass. Really, really great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Betty said, "Wait a minute, people still attend their high school reunions." <laughs> Some do. Well, we have one very famous person in our class. I know there were a couple of people in yeah. our class that did other things in sports. Oh. We had one guy that became an NFL player and stuff like that. I think he played in Pittsburgh too, and another one that went played hockey. He you know, he definitely played in Pittsburgh, but I, you know I digress. <laughs> well, and um, I but, just want to uh, say the, thanks for joining Franca. She's leaving us. Um, she said she has someone coming to see the house in ten minutes. She's doing a quick tidy up. Uh, enjoy the rest of your chat, and we'll see you next. Enjoy week. your day. Have good luck, Franca. We'll talk soon. I hope uh, the showing goes well. Uh, as I think you know, Franca and her husband are going to be leaving South Africa to uh, move to the UK, uh, which is where her mm -hmm. husband is from originally. And their big move is coming next month. So she sh has all of her items um, except for the kind of the bare bones, what she's keeping, everything else she's packed up and is in a shipping crate ready to be sent mm. um, up to England. So she has a lot going on in her uh, mm -hmm. in her life right now. That she does. And 
So the most famous person in my high school class was uh, <laughs> the head of the Secret Service <laughs> who um, retired under Trump. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Yeah. It's, and, and yeah. you know, kudos, kudos. It's all, again, Pam, it, it is interesting um, to go and see what happened, you know, see what your classmates are up to. Oh, God, no, no. So. If I wanted, I, I, if I want, I, you know, one girl I hung out with for a long time, she was, um, she passed away uh, last year. Mm. And we hadn't spoken in about. 40 years. Um, another, another, she just dropped off the face of the earth. I ran into one guy that I went to high school with. He's now living in Cocoa Beach, Florida. And I was talking him actually talking with him about 10 years ago in the state of Louisiana. He was in the state of Louisiana at that point driving. And, uh, so we, and I was like, is this something? Cause I was, it was through a job I had. And he goes, yeah, why? Who's this? I said, I. And I told him, and he said, class of 73. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, I really. And then one guy's living in Alaska. Another guy's living in, I think he's living in Sweden. I, you know, anyway, I, don't know I anyway. think. Um, so. <laughs> Betty's asking, is the famous person, does the famous person attend the high school reunion? <laughs> He's very, he's very, he's very active in the alumni group, and I know um, recently a teacher that had retired, who'd been there for God knows how long. It was about time he retired. And the last time I saw him, he came running out of the out of a bar um, on Darby Road in, in in Havertown, PA, with a beer in his hand, going, "The Flyers won the second Stanley Cup," and and then that's right after that oh I had a gosh, firecracker go off on my leg, so. We never heard this uh. story. <laughs> Holy cow. Another chapter for your book, my friend. Um, yeah. Well, that did, you know, I just had a little burn mark on my jeans, but it was a. That could have gone terribly wrong. You know that. Oh my gosh. It could have. I do. But everything, everything that night was, you know, I mean, the Flyers had won the Stanley Cup. It was the second championship game mm -hmm. in Philadelphia since like the 1910s. And uh, it was very exciting and, and I love everybody that. was in the streets. I, I happen horns, to drinking. have been in Pittsburgh um, one of the times that they won the Stanley Cup. I forget what year I was there but it was kind of instantaneous people running outside and celebrating it was it was really special to see really really special to see so you know mm -hmm. just to wrap up our conversation on the reunions bit you know betty was saying i was in high school when i was in high school my friends and i just wanted to graduate and leave we weren't looking forward to ever going back for reunions and floor uh, is completely in agreement of that and Elena, on the other hand, small town America, I'm blessed to still be in touch with friends who started first grade with me and will attend this reunion as well. Small group, uh, but always there for each other. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
Yeah, I, I think there's a mix. You know, everyone has a different experience. Um, and it's it's uh, interesting. Um, you can you keep in touch with those who you are part of your your little uh, family, right? So, um, yeah, I think it's pretty mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. And I also am excited that we can uh, come together every week to t talk about SR and um, this chapter, which I know Betty is very eager and start. to start. <laughs> yeah, she's chomping at the bit. We're going to, uh, <laughs> in case you had noticed, we're torturing you, Betty. But we are going to start. Uh, no, no, not purposely. Purposely, not purposely. with Lily. Um, <laughs> no, well, I'm maybe not. you're not <laughs> kidding, kidding, kidding. So we are now at chapter twelve in Gabriel's redemption. Um, I can't believe we're already this far into the book. Um, I think we're, this is going to be a part of the book that we'll be seeing in part one of the film. Um, <laughs> Betty says, the song I thought would fit the scene was Love is a Many Splendid Thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Betty, now I have that in my head. So as the chapter begins, you know, we are in Oxford. This is at Catherine Picton's uh, curated uh, invitation only event of Dante experts. Um, and as Gabriel walks into the lecture hall, <laughs> He glances around the room and sees Julius hugging someone, large and male. Betty says slow motion hug between Julia and Paul. <laughs> As he glances around the room, uh, he's noticing this large male hugging his wife. Um, this man seems to be handsome and Gabriel's now taking two stairs at a time to get down to reach Julia. And and he doesn't have his cow PJs on Betty. <laughs> no, he doesn't, Betty. So he reaches her and Julia's smiling at him. And he saw... The drop of the hand from her waist before saying something that made a her laugh. So Gabriel's witnessing this. He was ready mm -hmm. to strangle the man. Um, he didn't want anybody near his wife. And you can see as Julia's eyes found Gabriel's, the man turned around. And who is it but, as Betty says, Mr. Sexy Stud Norris himself. <laughs> and Gabriel stopped short, uttering the famous line. Go ahead, Pam. Angel fucker. <laughs> Pardon, the man said. Paul squinted at the former dissertation director. And he had his own names for Gabriel. And very few were complimentary. 
student fucker, he thought. So <laughs> Betty wanted to know what did Paul tell Julia that made her laugh? Good question, Betty. We might we need to add that to uh, our question list next week. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> Betty said, perhaps, hello, rabbit. <laughs> you tell him, Paul, she says. Although Paul thought it, he didn't say it. Gabriel said it. Mm-hmm. I think Gabriel mm-hmm. just has a visceral reaction to Paul. I, I don't think well, he can help I'm, it. He's so... No, and I'm, and, he's, and I'm looking forward to Anna's uh, comments <laughs> on this. <laughs> Gabriel mumbled under his breath that this day just keeps getting better and better. And of course he stands up to his full height. <laughs> and Flora's like, LOL this scene. And the look on Gabriel's face. I know, Flora. This, I agree with you. This scene is going to be one of the best ones of part one mm-hmm. for sure. Um, especially, you can see Gabe, you know, them both puffing out their chests then and kind of getting into their peacock modes. Um, mm-hmm. Professor Emerson. Yeah, they're like. Uh, Paul said as he kind of flexed his biceps and broadened his chest. Paul. As Gabriel handed Julia a bottle of water. And stood beside her possessively. <laughs> Gabriel, 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 Betty said. Me thinks someone wants to wear donkey ears. <laughs> Ellie's saying the pissing match well, will be epic. Yeah, I mean, it's like two dogs in, that are going after a girl, a, 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 a female in mm-hmm. heat. Mm-hmm. You know, between the two oh, of them. Oh, my gosh. And I think. I can see Julio and James just playing this really well. It's it's really going to be fun to see. Um, the expressions are going to be good. <laughs> the big the big spoon and the little spoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's going to be really fun. Julia asked them to shake hands, gentlemen. Shake hands. Um, they did so. Um, Kind of perfunctorily, right? They they weren't really yes. really too friendly about it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Betty said maybe Paul asked Julia, "How's the professor?" And Julia laughed and answered, "Gabriel, who?" <laughs> that does not speak well of Julia. <laughs> She's a married woman, Betty. She- whether you like it or not. <laughs> I, it's going to be interesting to see how they portray this, right? Um, right. They, Julia asked them to shake hands. Uh, they did so. Gabriel said he did not realize that Paul was giving a paper. Because um, as you know, Gabriel scanned the guest list. Um, they both did because they wanted mm-hmm. to make sure Krista wasn't coming. Um and Paul told him someone had backed out, and Professor Picton asked him to fill in. Uh, Julia was happy for her friend and congratulated him. And then Paul asked if Julia would join him for lunch. You know, he looked at her and just said, would you want to have lunch? Of course, Gabriel butted in saying that she has plans already. And Julia gave him the look and said to Paul that she would like that. 
So Anna, you were asking about Anna. <laughs> what the holy mm-hmm. F hell is this? Mm-hmm. Anna says, Julianne, show your allegiance to your husband. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Anna's saying, oh, please, Miss Naivete. Um, that he's saying, gentlemen, we were in a conference room, no fighting. However, a dance battle would be accepted. <laughs> no, I was going to say, they go to the, uh, the bell rings and they go to each corner. <laughs> Shell said, Paul's a covetous fool. Um, Anna's saying, Paul is a fill-in. <laughs> Betty's saying, that's right, Gabriel. Paul is bright. That's why he's here. Take that, Professor. <laughs> Elaine is saying, sorry, Betty, but a little nervy that Paul asked a married woman to lunch in front of her husband. You know, it's interesting you say that, Elena, when I read that, and I don't know if, I don't think I put this, I was going to ask this question to SR. I just thought it was, it seemed a little out of character even for Paul, because Paul's so traditional, right? I I thought Mm -hmm. that Paul Mm would have asked them both to lunch. You know, or say, Julia, would you like to have lunch? Gabriel, would you, you know, mm-hmm. I, I just felt, I felt like that was a little odd, but I, it was also him wanting to just spend time with her by him, herself. Um, and but he said he asked her for lunch, not to spend time with him in his bedroom. <laughs> oh, God help us all. Or, or. It's it's tricky, right? Because it's also you know this is twenty twenty three. It's not like he asked he has to ask permission for Gabriel to take his wife to lunch. But I feel like there's some uh, respect of the relationship that if I would it had been come like, to Gabriel, like, I, I would love to catch up with Julia. Do you guys want to come to lunch? Is it okay? Or I I I stop short of. I don't want him to ask permission for him to take her to lunch, though. Like that kind of. I was getting hung up on that a little bit. I was yeah, okay yeah. with her hugging him and catching up and talking. I didn't have a problem and with even, that. And I have no problem with her going to lunch then, but I think it should have been worded a little bit differently. I think the way he worded it was intentionally trying to piss off Gabriel. Probably. Yeah. Julie, Betty's saying Julie and Paul are friends. Gabriel is not his friend. Um, Paul's intentions are always good. Betty or Flor said he's a good friend to her. Shell said Julia can have any friends she wants, but if she wants to have a wonderful marriage and wants Gabriel to respect her, she needs to have respect for Gabriel as well. Totally agree with that. Absolutely. Shell says Paul has no respect for Gabriel and never has, which is true. Because um, Paul's only seen certain sides of him. Uh, Betty saying Julia is still Julia is still a person. Gabriel doesn't own her. She can make her own decisions. I do agree with that. Um, Anna saying Paul wants to be her savior. He will take a broken Julian uh, de- as he's a desperate man. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I think it is the respectful point. Um, and I think that's where Julia needs to talk to Gabriel about this and consider his Absolutely. feelings as well. Absolutely. Saying, I mean, I really, it is, it, it is a courtesy thing. Now. He is as wholesome as... 
or he isn't as wholesome as once before. Sorry, Betty. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I, I, I really, it is a respect thing. I mean, I know when I got married, I, I had a good friend who got drunk, really drunk one night, um, who had come to where uh, Jim worked and we were, the three of us were together. And Jim said, take her, take him, take him back to the house, let him sleep it off. Mm -hmm. You know, at the time, we didn't have much furniture. So it was basically our bed was the only furniture we had. Right. So I took him home. I, he passed out in our bed. I was tired. I got in bed. Jim came home and Mike woke up the next morning. He was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> It was funny. It was funny. But, it, I mean, it was... It was platonic, though. There wasn't any in, anything inappropriate yeah, yeah. going on. No. Um, no. Because he was passed out. You were just you were yeah, caring exactly. for a friend. I didn't have a couch that he could sleep on, or, you know. <laughs> Betty so, said, if Paul invited Julia to a nightclub, I'd agree that Paul crossed the line, but this is just lunch. Um, Elena noted, I have male friends and my husband is fine with it, as am I, that he has some female friends, but there are lines. There is always mm -hmm. respect of each other, which I think is true. Um, Shell said the minute Paul found out Julia's feelings and the state of her relationship, he should have backed off. Mm -hmm. Um, and actually, I should have emphatically said he should have backed off because she capitalized those words. Um, yes. I feel like I don't feel like he's I don't know. I, I'm, you know, a colleague you haven't seen in a while. Let's have lunch and catch up. I feel like there is a part of that. But then you do have that savior complex that Anna referenced that Paul feels he needs to protect her from Gabriel. But uh -huh. if I recall, I mean, she did. Well, no, she, she, hasn't, there, yet. There was... she hasn't yet. She hasn't talked to him about how Gabriel's changed. Right. Well, or she, no, and, she and, did. But the, she mentioned that when she was getting married. That's why I was trying. That's where I'm trying to think in the storyline. Um, but there's still a bit of a history there, whether it had been in, as you know, whether it had a, a, come to fruition or not, there's still a bit of history there that he is in love with her. He did kiss her, and that's, and Gabriel knows about that, too. Right. So. Right. Flora's saying. Because that doesn't. Ellie's, or. I was going to say, it doesn't. Yep. It, you know, I was going to say, at least, you know. Some people handle it with a little bit more dignity and with respect to the other person mm -hmm. than somebody going off the handle because somebody's there with putting his, giving his wife a hug, right. if you know what I mean. Yeah. Ellie's saying both so. um, Paul would do anything inappropriate. Not that Paul would do anything inappropriate. It's just that he still seems to be thinking, hey, if this marriage doesn't work out, I'm still here. I think that's mm -hmm. probably true, um, definitely at this point. Flora agreed about the lines needing to be respected. Betty's saying they're mm -hmm. both presenting at this conference. It's an accomplishment for both of them. It makes sense they want to spend time together and take a moment to celebrate their accomplishments. And Ellie's, 
or I mean, Anna saying Julianne is going to get her due on my therapy couch. <laughs> She's playing passive mm-hmm. aggressive mass by this friendship bullshit fallacy. <laughs> and, and, you know, Betty's right to a point. They are both at this conference. They both are celebrating, but there is a fine line between breaking that marital seal and not, if you know what I mean. It's, it's, he's, he's like, Oh, I'd love to both of you to have lunch or, Gabriel, would you mind if I took Julia to lunch to steal her, just to catch up? Yeah. That would have been a little bit different. I, I think that would have been a little bit different. Yeah. I think maybe that's that's the way it would have been worded. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's consideration of his feelings, of Gabriel's feelings. Right. Um, right. You know, uh, looking here, um, Anna saying Julian has no respect for Gabriel. I don't know if I agree with that, but I think she's not considering his feelings right now. Um, mm-hmm. Shell saying he wants to be more than friends no matter what. Um, mm-hmm. And Anna saying Julian has never defended Gabriel. Why the F does Gabriel have to change for Paul? I thought Julianne did say that Gabriel changed. I thought she did say that. And I could be remembering that wrong. Um I, I thought that was the case because, and she loves him. So, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know why Paul's not respecting that. Um, Betty's saying Julia blindsided Paul. The last he knew of her, she was going to study at Harvard. The next email he received from her, she announced she was getting married. So perhaps Paul wants to make sure Julia is doing well. Um, I do agree with that. I, I, I do think, mm-hmm. I agree he wants to check in to see how things are going. Um, but also that might be because but he of still the should be if it's not going well, maybe there's still a chance. Um, Shell saying Julie is at times still acting the victim in regards to Gabriel, that she acts as, the, then she acts that, as though he's the enemy. Um, and Elena saying, very muddy waters here. Julia should have put Paul on hold got him back and got back to him on lunch after having a chance to discuss with Gabriel. Yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. Because it was disrespectful. Communication is always the key. It was disrespectful to Anna's point, the way she handled the situation. She wasn't considering Gabriel's feelings. Mm-hmm. And some of that could have been flexing her. I'm a professional. I'm spe- I'm a speaker now. I'm I'm a woman. Hear me roar. Feeling her oats a little bit, which I can see happening in this situation. But mm-hmm. <laughs> again, it's hurting Gabriel's feelings. Um. So, says <laughs> needs to be evicted from his role in this marriage. He does. It be Paul really asking does. permission. It should be Paul asking permission, not Julia. Um, Betty says, but if Paul asked Gabriel, Gabriel would say no right away. Um, Anna saying, just common courtesy, business courtesy. Mm-hmm. Um, Shell also thought she said that too. Um, I think referring to, you know, saying that Gabriel's changed and, you know, he's better. Betty says Gabriel changes at the end of promise. 
Um, mm-hmm. Elaine is saying, at this point, it really isn't Paul's place to know if Julia is doing well or not. She's married, Paul. <laughs> agreed. Elena agreed. Betty's saying, mm-hmm. if Julia was still wrapped in Paul's <clears throat> arms when Gabriel walked in or sat on Paul's lap, like I would then agree that the line was crossed. She's saying that Gabriel's changed, Anna noted. She loved him as he was. Why does he have to meet Paul's standards always? He shouldn't have to. Gabriel's his own man, as Paul is his own man. The the biggest thing in this whole situation is lack of communication. And, as Ellie points out, Gabriel's already on edge because of Krista and Pacciani. Mm -hmm. Yep. And now he's got Paul on top of that. And she said, yes, Gabriel's terrified that anything would come between Julia and him, and he is a fish out of water here. He wants to be her defender, Mm -hmm. but he also wants to lift her up as this is her lecture and her time. And then all the personal history blowing up in their face, their protective bubble of the separation from all of this is blowing up in their face with challenges left and right, trying to decide for them. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And... um, And Shell notes, Gabriel started changing the minute he met Julia. The process was slow, but the change started. I agree. And Flora also agrees he knew he had to do this for Julia and for himself. So, and Elena loves, says OMG, Betty, love you, defend to the end. Um, And we actually... um, Should I ask the, uh, the question now, or do you want to go into... Yeah, you can do the um, question. We asked SR, why didn't Paul reach out to Julia when he learned he would be presenting? Um, and Paul said, I think he was hesitant to speak to her and still feeling awkward when he found out. So, mm-hmm. that makes that does make a little so, sense. Um, yeah. But... You know, I thought that would have been the more appropriate time to connect, um, to avoid the awkwardness that they are currently in. So, yeah, I mean, at least she could have mentioned it to Gabriel that he was going to be there in, in place of mm-hmm. whoever. But, so, so Gabriel, on the other hand, uh, you know, it what that it was inappropriate, and she gave him the warning, darling. And that's when Catherine came to them and she greeted Paul. Hello, Mr. Norris. And looked at Julian Gabriel and suggested that since she and Paul were dining together, why don't we all have dinner together? Yes. Very nice. I think, you know, that's a nice option. So Gabriel took this chance and says, we'd be delighted. So he's decided now we'll do this. I'm going to claim my wife for Mm -hmm. lunch, Paul. You can go away. Exactly. (laughs) So, and that that kind of didn't sit well with 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 Gabriel. You mean with Julia? And yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they went, and so Julia grabs him and says, "Can we talk a minute? Let's go mm-hmm. in the corner." And they go off. And uh, she told Gabriel that she would like to have lunch with with Paul, and and uh, he, he's putting up a fuss over this over my dead body. I could just do yeah. That. Well, and in. Oh, go go ahead, and then I'll pull some comments. And you know, he wants her. Yeah, Paul wants her, and he then that's how how Gabriel feels, and he kissed right. you. 
And, you know, so Julie is trying to make the assurance that he really is only a friend and it only happened one time. And I'm a married woman and Paul doesn't make passes at married women. And it only happened when Gabriel was out of the picture, too. I mean, that is a clear. It's not like he was with Julia and she got a kiss from Paul. This was after Gabriel left her. Mm -hmm. Or so she thought. Mm -hmm. Um, But the comments, you know are plentiful here. Uh, Betty's uh-huh. saying, remember that Paul was witness um, to other women who have been attacked, and he thinks she thinks his accents have shaped him. He is a bit overprotective, um, but it's because he cares. Brenda says that she does say it, even though Paul is checking in, but Paul also pushed the envelope a bit here. Um, Paul said, I will always be your friend, and then he dumped her, Shell noted. Mm-hmm. And Anna, mm-hmm. uh, Anna said your comment resonated with her. Bingo, Pam. Communication. And as usual, Gabriel's the one caring for Julianne without reciprocity. Sweet Julianne is not mm-hmm. so sweet, in my opinion. And Betty says, and this is why you need to shower before any conference, Julia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Betty. Can't, handing <laughs> off the pheromones, you mean? Shell says... Paul's not the great friend he pretends to be. Ellie is saying that snubbing their wedding and then showing up here did seem like a bit of a sneak attack on Paul's part. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think, and that's part of why my question to SR was about, you know, when Paul found out he was attending, that he was going to present, I'm surprised he didn't reach out then. Um Betty mm-hmm. St. Gabriel, you have you can have lunch with Perfector Picton while Julie and Paul have lunch. Problem solved. Um, Flora's saying, true Betty, Paul's history with the professor, professor, Payne, professor Payne doesn't help either. Um, he didn't want to see her hurt. And, right. I mean, that makes, obviously, that does make that sense. That makes sense. I mean, we understand why Paul's protective. And he's also enamored. But there's this thing called... Um, marriage <laughs> contract here. Uh-huh. Elena keeps, Elena says, but Gabriel is there now and Paul's asking Julie to lunch in front of her husband. Hmm. And Shell's... Well, he did yeah. do that. I'll, I'll give him that point. Um, Shell said he kissed her how long after Gabriel left? So, um, <laughs> Betty <laughs> notes, Paul thinks Gabriel is like Professor Singer. Since they both had a BDSM relationship, Paul knows Julia wouldn't be into that. Um, but that's mm-hmm. also where I think Paul's not respecting Julia in a way. Because wouldn't Julia, shouldn't Julia make her own decisions here? I know he wants to, he wants to protect her, but he's not respecting her choices either. Um, no, and if, if, you know, if, if he knew the truth... You know about what happened with Professor Singer, other than the fact that they were together a couple yeah. times, then that would have been a little bit different. But he 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 did he was not aware of that information, so he you know yeah. But yeah, I mean, Paul Paul's just got a lot of disrespect for 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 Julia's marriage. Period. Yeah, because he he doesn't want it to be. <laughs> I mean right. that's. Ellie's saying Paul needs to let the past go and trust Julia. It's Gabriel, um, that Gabriel has Mm -hmm. changed. And Anna notes, Catherine needs Mm -hmm. to have a sit down with Julianne and set her straight. Okay, Paulina has a new relationship. So Julianne would flip 
shit if Paulina asked Gabriel to lunch and was touchy-feely. Really good point. That is a good point. It, it's parallel to uh, Yes and no, though, because um, Paulina and Gabriel did have a relationship. Pa- Paul never had a relationship with Julia besides the friendship. No. Even though he wanted to. But still, I think it's a good point in terms of if if a woman did this to him, Julia would feel differently. Um, right. Betty said, I would have passed on the wedding, too. And remember, this conference was last minute. It's not like Paul had plenty of time to organize everything and call Julia. Yeah, I, I no, but he could, he could have. I mean, not not in a long thing, just saying, hey, I'm, you know, I just got invited to do this or even a quick email. Just wanted to let you yeah, know. Yeah, maybe, you I know, love just, was, I'm, I'm going to be there, the agenda, too. Looking forward to seeing you, you know. Paul only knows one side of things with eavesdropping and gossip, Shell noted. And Ellie says Gabriel also needs to trust Julia and not continue to limit Julia's friendships. That's true. And I, you know, that's Gabriel's, you know, macho protectiveness right, coming through. Right, right. Um, Shell says he was an opportunistic but, when he yeah. thought Gabriel was gone. Uh, Paul knows what it was like to be harassed, Betty said. So I think he's trying to make sure she's not hiding any physical pain. <laughs> Down with the professor patriarchy, Betty said. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Betty also pointed out the, the Paulina bit. Paul and Julia didn't have sex or a child together. Um, and Shell, you're right. Paul did think he had a relationship beyond a friendship. I, I I can see that, too. And Anna notes, it's none of Paul's business. Julianne allows Paul to reside in her marriage. And Betty says, Paul and Julia didn't drag the physical relationship for years like Gabriel and Paulina dragged the relationship on. Elena says, bottom line, Paul would jump right in if given the chance. Gabriel's not wearing rose-colored glasses, but Julia still is. On on this Mm -hmm. point, I think Mm -hmm. you are correct. Um, I, I do get that. I've, 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 yes, I totally get that. Lori says that different opinions of Paul is interesting. Um, I never saw Paul as nefarious. Um, and that's why I love the podcast and I love having everybody participate in the chat because we are getting different, different opinions and different, different views views on that. Mm -hmm. Um, Anna notes, perhaps Catherine could have given the heads up to Gabriel about Paul presenting. She knows the deal. But Catherine doesn't. Well, and that was one but of my Catherine questions. doesn't know. Um, Shell said, Lori from page one, I thought he was. So, again, right. reading so, that in. Yeah. Um, Brenda's noting mm-hmm. he's only limiting the friendship because he knows Paul doesn't want friendship. And Shell notes, Pauline is a non issue at this point. Definitely. Uh, Brenda says, right. Trust me, if my um, husband knew a guy had feelings for me, he wouldn't want me going to lunch, LOL. And Julia hasn't um, set her foot down on the matter yet because she's always seen him as a friend. Um, mm-hmm. Or put her foot down on that matter yeah. because she has only seen him as a friend. I think you're right. I think the rose-colored glasses point that Elena raised is a good one. Julia's really viewing him at... Julia friend-zoned Paul from the beginning. And... Mm-hmm. She's not seeing 
everything as clearly as those on the outside is. Um, and Betty said, it's a good point. How comes Professor Picton never mentioned this to Julia or Gabriel? Um, <laughs> says Julian's more delusional than an elementary schooler. I don't know if I'd go that far, Anna. But. Well, I don't know about that either. But, you know, but the other thing is, too, is when they're talking, when he, she pulls him into the corner, she says, you know, she hasn't seen him for a while. He is a friend, and she would like to talk, get over it. And she said, uh, it's not a big deal, and it obviously it is to Gabriel. And uh, she says, besides, right. he could be back with Allison right. at this point. You know, who knows? So the, so the question was, does Catherine know about the tension between Gabriel and Paul? And uh, so I responded saying, I don't think she does. I think both Gabriel and Paul have tried to keep their tension in, invisible right. to so their colleagues. Right, so therein lies. That was one of the main so, questions I had. I'm really glad I answered that who one. knows? Um, because I feel like if Catherine knew, uh, this would have been out and discussed. Um, she would have brought out the communication uh, time and been like, look. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I think she would have talked to Julia about it. She probably would have talked to them all about it. Oh, I think it. so, too. Julia's in denial when it comes to Paul, Shell notes. And Flora notes, overall, Julia cares for her friendship with Paul. Um, he's been there for her, even though she d did begin to use him at some points. She appreciates his role in his life. And Anna, mm -hmm. Anna says, consideration of your husband's feeling, consider your husband's feelings for once. So... I think the problem, though, Anna, is she's she's feeling like it's such a non-issue that she feels like Gabriel's making too much out of it, which is not respecting his his feelings. Mm -hmm. She's not she's not hearing his yeah. concern. I think she's seeing that oh, he's just being overprotective without really understanding that this is affecting him. Uh, but mm -hmm. she she wasn't raised with great emotional and intelligence, Betty's so. I think that's part of the problem here. No, and and, and Betty's uh, pointing out that she, um, you know, she didn't think that uh, if if Catherine didn't know, she said, "I have a feeling that if she had spoken with Dean Martin, she would have seen the bigger picture." I don't about think Gabriel Dean Martin would have said anything because it, it was under if the stuff that was in no, the investigation, he, he wouldn't have been able to comment on. Not saying that he wouldn't have, but. Right. Um, yeah, that's 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 why I asked SR the question um, because I kept thinking, wouldn't you know? Catherine wouldn't have put a, Catherine would not have had Paul come if that would have made if she would have known Gabriel would have been that uncomfortable. She would have talked to Gabriel about it first because she cares about Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. Yeah, uh, right. Gabriel's and like Ellie a just, son to her. Yeah. So Ellie just said Catherine would have premediated or at least say drop it. Yeah, Shell's saying she's once again denying Gabriel the respect right. and acting the victim that he wants to limit her choices. Anna says Gabriel needs a guy's weekend with Christian, Jesse, Gideon to get some perspective. Uh, oh my God! Someone please write that <laughs> fan fiction. I want to read that. Uh, oh my oh God! My Could you imagine? Gosh. Those, those 
those three after they got married and, oh, and settled with the woman that Someone they called <laughs> Call Morgan Locke. That would be that would be interesting. That would be <laughs> phenomenal. Oh my gosh. Uh huh. The the guys Christian, after marriage. Jesse, Gideon, and Gabriel. <laughs> that would be fabulous. Okay. Betty's saying if Paul were having lunch with Allison, his ex, the person who has seen his O face, then I would not be as happy about that lunch. But platonic love is not dangerous. Oh, <laughs> Ellie's saying there are reasons behind all their feelings obviously uh, Julia did kiss Paul once way back um, and Gabriel's mm-hmm. inferno but realized she was wrong to do it so right. it was misleading to Paul to Paul okay that's right so yeah. so so Gabriel's pr- persisted that Paul's still in love with her and you know and she's like it drops his voice and, uh, you know, forget the, you know, she forgot that she is a beautiful woman and that she's kind and intelligent and, and those types of women are in short supply, especially in, in this academic setting. And uh, a man would do anything to have a woman like you, including stealing you from your husband. It's a Neanderthal thing. <laughs> and then, uh, but, Julie, but Julie reminded him that, when a woman finds a man who loves her, she doesn't fuck around. <laughs> Pure and simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this made Gabriel kind of flinch, and you know, and he's looking around, and of course, whose eyes does he come across but Krista, who's like oh. taunting him. And um, Gabriel's having a rough day. He turned back. He really is having a rough day. He needs a scotch mm-hmm. or two. Uh, so he turned back to Julia, saying that he was not happy about this. She reached up to him and kissed his cheek and said, I can live with that. And uh, went, so she walked off with the angel fucker sitting next to him while he sat on the other side, probably fuming. Mm-hmm. I don't like the she could live that with that comment. I didn't ask SR about that, but I just I felt like that was a little off. I, oh, I, you know, I, I, uh, yeah. I mean, it's like, uh, yeah, I hear your feelings, and so what? It's it, it's dismissing his. I feel like mm-hmm. she feels like he really is in overprotective mode, and I think she's missing the point because she's not seeing. Mm-hmm. I think she, it's it's two things, right? She's not seeing that Paul wants more than friendship, or. Or she's seeing it and just has shut it down in her mind that it's not even an option. So she's not thinking of it that way. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know. Hey, I'm not fucking around on you because I've married you and I love you and I wouldn't yeah. do that. Don't you but know you are my everything? You, know, you are my everything. You are you are the mm-hmm. you are my the shirt. Right. Um. I don't. They both they both need time on Anna's couch together and separately, <laughs> and then they need to uh, start communicating with one and one another a little bit better than they have been. So uh, as we asked us, is Gabriel threatened by Paul, and he says, "I think he finds Paul an irritation more than a threat." But as usual, Gabriel Gabriel tends to wield the hammer when you could use a fly swatter. True. True. Mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, again, lots, lots of comments here. 
Um, mm. Anna notes platonic love can be the ruin of a marriage. Okay. Um, and Ellie. That's why they're. That's uh, why emotional affairs are more more painful than a physical yeah. affair. And Julia did give Paul mixed signals. Betty noted. Um, no wonder Paul is confused. Uh, yeah, that's that's good points for you. Um, Elena says platonic for Julia, but not convinced it's platonic for Paul at all. That's the issue. Um, mm -hmm. Brenda notes that. Oops, I just lost my point. My hold on. Um, Gabriel will always see Paul as a reminder that he messed up. And because they were separated, Paul is able to step in and try to swoop his girl. You know, that's actually mm -hmm. a really good point, Brenda. Um, Ellie's noting, then Paul knowing of Julia and Gabriel's relationship, but thinking they were on the outs, as did Julia think that Gabriel had left her? Um, but... Um, Mm, but she then she had never had sex nor a child like in the Pauline case for the relationship. It's unrealistic to think that they will ever be comfortable in each other's presence. And Betty mm -hmm. noted, look at Dante and Beatrice. He loved her from afar, but that doesn't mean she left her husband. Yes, but also, you know, they're not interacting. They, none of them were no. in the same space. Betty said, if Gabriel calls Paul that horrible name one more time, he will find himself without any of his precious bow ties and fountain pens. Um, <laughs> and I think Anna was referring on this comment when we were talking about the, I can live with that. Um, she said, that's a flippant mm -hmm. FU comment to her husband that's uh, showing a total disregard for his feelings. Um, and Shell saying, once Jul Gabriel and Julia were committed, Pauline was not a physical factor for Gabriel, but it is thrown in his face. Um, mm -hmm. And Ellie notes, Gabriel also fears that the marriage is not enough to keep her. He had the experience of his own birth father's disrespect of his mother leaving them, even though he also has the positive example of Grace and Richard. Gabriel still repairing his own self-esteem and worth. Um, and Shell yep. and, and, and. Shell said the relationship body wasn't even cold, and Paul swooped in. <laughs> uh. so, yeah, and, and Juliana's crying on my couch because she's forced to deal with the truth in her role. Gabriel will not be allowed to placate and make himself the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know that would be the other fan fiction, uh, the counseling session. Mm -hmm. Um, Anna says Julia doesn't miss a chance to throw past shit in Gabriel's face. I don't. Yeah, that's uh, you know, but, uh, but you know, he's throwing her past relationship in his face, and that's the that's the worst thing you can do is tit for tat. Yeah, and that's kind of what they're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, they walked off together for lunch. Gabriel's not happy. You know, he felt like the conference was going through every level of hell. 
And I liked this contemplative part. I, I liked this part of the chapter. Um, and thanks for hanging mm -hmm. in with us, guys. I know we're going a little longer than we typically do. Um, but this is so, there's so much goodness here. Gabriel felt like the conference um, was only missing Virgil and the hordes of people screaming through every level of hell. And he started saying the prayer of St. Francis in Italian um, just to try and calm himself down. Um, as he was suffering the slings of uh, <laughs> Krista's looks as well as uh, considering and replaying in his mind the scene of his wife in the arms of another man. Um, mm -hmm. You know, he, he knew he should tell Julia about the confrontation with Krista, but he also knew that that would really upset her. And it could cause her to be nervous and fidgety when it was her turn to give the paper. Um, and then, of course, he had Paul to contend with. Um, mm -hmm. So, um, you know, Shell's noting with Paul, this is not, a, stuff is not in the past with him. He's still pr here, present, here and now. Um, and... You know, I, I agreed with Gabriel not telling Julia about what Krista did in, until after she presents the paper. That, I mm -hmm. thought, that makes sense. I wouldn't want to distract her from that either. No, and she would be very distracted by mm -hmm. that. So I was okay with that decision. Um, as long, you know, but it doesn't say he was going to tell her. I just think... If in that circumstance, I think he should have done the paper and say, hey, I wanted to let you know what happened afterwards. Um, and Betty's saying, in the arms of an angel plays in the background while Gabriel looks at Julia and Paul laughing and making plans for lunch. <laughs> oh, Betty, you are funny. So, you know... <laughs> Gabriel's reflecting. Paul had been a good and loyal friend to Julia, especially when she needed it. But Gabriel felt that since he had made a play for her, he understood but would never forgive. He wanted Paul as far away from her as possible. But the look on her face killed that possibility. Um, she really didn't have much to smile about, um, especially given all the drama with Krista. And he didn't want to kill that smile. Um, he was tapping his foot quietly in his fine handmade Italian shoes. He wasn't thinking about what a noise they made. And Julia then kind of reached over and placed her hand gently on his knee to try and stop him from tapping. And then he took out his Meisterstruck 149 and started toying with that. Um, which, by the way, which, by the way, I looked it up on Amazon. <laughs> Are you buying one? It starts for, at $1,000. You're buying one for Christmas? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of it, you know. That'd be not? great. You can always use a Meister stock. And <laughs> what, what, are, what are those pipe, uh, Meerschaum pipe? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like I have a lot of money to throw around. Yeah. Well, Anna's noting Paul wants Julianne in a relationship. Crystal wants Julie Gabriel as a conquest. True. Mm -hmm. And Betty saying, "Tell Paul playing in the background is tall. Paul playing in the background is perfect for today's chapter. It's all about Paul." 
It truly is all about Paul in this chapter it today. Is. And and the wrecking, uh, uh, the havoc he's wreaking right now in uh, Julia and Gabriel's uh, marriage. Shell saying, so once again, Gabriel sacrificed his peace of mind for his wife. Anna saying, Gabriel, keep your enemies in front of you. <laughs> and, and in terms of calming down, Betty's suggesting that Gabriel drinks some chamomile tea. Uh. <laughs> well, I think I think in, in the terms of this lecture, if he's finding that he's already heard this, it might put him to sleep. I uh, there's no way he's going to sleep. He's too strung out. You I know, know. Uh, it's you know to continue distracting himself from the paper. He kind of also reflected on the first public fight he had with Julia, and she had provoked him in front of Paul in front of Krista and the rest of the class. He had been embarrassed and furious, and he even took it out on the poor, helpless Ikea chair. You know, um, mm -hmm. and Anna notes, Gabriel needs a visit from Grace now. I think absolutely. Yes. Um, you know, reflecting, he had learned a great deal from Julia in the interim since that blow up in class. Mostly about forgiving uh -huh. others and oneself. But she was a pacifist to the extreme, and without someone like him, she would be broken and abused. Maybe she had become a pacifist because she had been abused, and the bearer of scars all too well, aware of the damage of vicious words and deeds. He was pondering that while looking at her until she squirmed. Because she's probably like, what is, what, what? <laughs> if he's staring at her kind of deep in thought. Mm -hmm. She was beautiful. You know, she just, she did not realize truly how beautiful she was. And he felt she had made much progress when they were together. He also realized that her, her self-image would always be less than what it should be. And he would also be damned to let the angel fucker take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. So these were the thoughts of Gabriel as the chapter closes. Mm -hmm. You know, um, Betty said, what would Gabriel prefer? Julie and Paul talking behind his back or having them talk in front of him? I, he would prefer not to have them talk at all. I think Talking better. At all. <laughs> but I agree. I mean, Option it is C. better. Well, and here's the question, too. If Paul approached Julia and Gabriel wasn't around, would Julia tell Gabriel? I think she would. I don't think Julia would think twice about mm -hmm. it. Because she has Paul in the friend zone. And then she'll, mm -hmm. she would be surprised or upset that Gabriel got upset about her talking to Paul. I think that's what would You happen. know, I... I think so too, but you know, I don't. I, to Juliet's Julia's credit, not that she gets a lot, a lot of credit here, but to her credit, I don't think she would ever talk to Paul about her marriage per se. She might talk to Rachel, yeah, but I doubt she she'd talk to Paul about that. You know, that I would think be, Paul would press her though, and then I think she would say that, you know, she's very happy. You know, she would she would say the line about, you know. He's the right person for me. He's the one I want, you know, even though she knows mm -hmm. that that might 
hurt him. Although I don't know. I, I she seems kind of clueless right now. I guess time had passed, and maybe in her mind she really does think that Paul's moved on. She might not realize that he's still very much on her. in love with her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Laura's laughing. Everyone in the front and center, Betty hands where where I can see him. Where we can uh, see him. Gabriel does not write with Staples knockoffs of the Meisterstruck <laughs> Anna notes. No. Um, ah, memories, Betty said, like the corners of my mind. That was such a good seminar. The fight, the fireworks, Dante, the man whore. Precious memories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Julian mm -hmm. never seems to understand that Paul isn't a friend to talk about marriage or concerns or motherhood. Shell says, um, Betty says, I don't know. I don't think Julia would tell Gabriel she spoke to Paul because she knows how upset he gets. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can see that. I, I don't know. I, I guess I think she, I think she'd probably mention it to him, but maybe you're right. Um, Shell says, how can she not notice how though? Sometimes you don't. I, I think she has the friend zone blinders on. I really do. Anna says they have talked behind his back many times, that, and she doesn't defend her marriage. They did talk behind his back, but I thought that was before the marriage. You know, I, I thought that was mm -hmm. when they were... I, I thought that was mostly when Gabriel was out of That's the picture. Like mostly when they were split up, yeah. Um, many times and she doesn't defend her marriage she gives so much information without even knowing naive to the 10th well, I do agree that naivete is, is driving a lot of this and the it's lack of communication strong, yeah. Mm -hmm. yes you do hear birds I, we have I, um, it's not angry birds there's a bird a couple birds actually that are nesting underneath my air conditioner <laughs> And I'm on the I'm in the kitchen and the air conditioner is above my above the I'm kitchen just window. laughing. I'm not laughing at the birds nesting. I'm laughing at Betty's comment. If Julie asked Paul for advice about best sex positions, then she really is naive and blind. <laughs> and we know you love your birds, Petty Betty. That's great. Um, yes. Elena says, not appropriate, Julia. You're married now. Paul is no longer your confidant. Um Mm -hmm. I think this is kind of the crux of it, right? They are friends. She doesn't have a lot of friends. Um, mm -hmm. But she needs to really define the boundaries here. You know, Paul is a friend. And she hasn't and done that. Colleague. And I think a lot of this needs to be more in the friend and colleague, not confident role. Um, mm -hmm. Anna says these two keep mum to protect the other and it doesn't work out well. Yes. <laughs> what was that? What is that? <laughs> I have no clue. I have um, no clue. The friend situation is her own doing, Shell noted. And Betty says, I don't think mm -hmm. Julia should tell everything to Rachel either. No, I, you're right. Because, you know, it's, it's a... Rachel might be her best friend, but she's also... Gabriel's sister. Right. right. 
But I, there are times when there are girl things that you need to talk about with another girl. And right now, Rachel's the only one she has, right. basically. Right. Or, and she also has um, Rebecca a little bit to guide her. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, uh, she does. It's a shame that Rebecca. And I think that will come I around. I think Rebecca could give her some. Rebecca could have pulled her aside to say, um, you know, you need to consider your. Gabriel's feelings here because <laughs> mm -hmm. I think Rebecca would have picked up on that oh she probably um, would have yeah yeah shell notes no, her, she's, uh, as long, Diana and there. Rebecca as well yeah I agree so but at this point in the story right now she you know I think she would trust Rachel more than the other two Rebecca's holding down the fort with uh with Cambridge yeah yeah. Anna also agrees Rachel's not the confidant either in marriage woes. Yeah. It's a little tricky because they're the, you know, the sibling and family There's, thing. And really the confidant, yeah. the person you need to be talking to is your husband. <laughs> mm -hmm. So. Yes. And, communication, communication, communication. And, I, and I've said this before and I'll say it again. When Jim and I got married, we'd only been together for three weeks. Mm -hmm from the time we met to the time we got married. And we had a good friend pull us pull us aside at our wedding and they, she said, you know, this is you, you're, this is a, a very strange start in this day and age, number mm -hmm. one. But if, as long as you communicate with each other, you should do fine. Mm -hmm. It's so. true. Um, and, yep. and I know she needs girlfriends that are her peers, agreed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Shell made a comment about Diane, even though Diane has poor taste in men. <laughs> um, and Betty says, but I still think Paul and Julia get along because they're experiencing similar things in their careers. I agree. And, and that's why I think they really, that's, that's, that's where their the relationship should be. It should be in the uh, colleague, in the, the, student colleague. Um, yes. Friend zone. Not in the... Um, and it needs to be there. Whole different situation, Elena said. Female friends, male friends, what you discuss, particularly if those situations connect back to your spouse. A million percent. Right. Betty said they can relate to the milestones they're accomplishing. Gabriel has experienced that already, so it's just not the same. Um, Ellie said Julia deserves some peers her own age, though. And all she has with that is Rachel and Paul outside of Gabriel. Everyone else are of older mother, father, subs. Yes. Mm -hmm. And Anna reminds, and think before you speak, words are never unheard. A million mm -hmm. percent, Anna. Julia needs new friends, Absolutely. LOL, but there isn't a lot of time for that with marriage and academia. Yeah. Like, you know, she, she may come along. I mean, we SR really doesn't go into it too much, but I'm sure it'll come along at some point in time for her. Yeah, if, um, you know, the if, if there are eventual, you know, continuations of the story, that would be a nice storyline mm -hmm. to explore. Um, you know, she, you know, I mean, in her studies, there there were a couple mentions of one or two uh, friends, colleagues, you know, that she hung out with at the bird and the baby. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And maybe that could be something that's explored, right? And you know, or, or Grendel's, Grendel's I meant in Boston. Yeah, 
And, you know, we don't know that, you know, like I said, with that's somewhere in the background. And if some, if SR wants to continue the story or a fan fiction continuation, that could be something that's explored because, you know, the other thing is too, she just moved to, to Massachusetts. I mean, it's not like, right. it's not like she's been there for a long period of time. And I mean, I, I know for myself because I've moved around so much growing up and as an adult that. You move into a new area, you're not really, you don't really have many friends in that area. And it's up to you to go out and find things to do to make friends. Yeah. And uh, that's important. Truly. So. At Betty notes, Julia needs to join a book club or something she enjoys. And Ellie said they're both mm -hmm. academics, but they both have stunted, delayed social skills. And mm -hmm. Betty also notes, this is why Cassie and Raven could be friends. They would get along. Their partners are melodramatic. <laughs> Julia Acosta. Uh, that I would make a club. be. Another great fan. Absolutely, I would. Although I, I would love to see uh, Raven and, and Julia together. Mm -hmm. And I've I've said that many many times from when I was reading the Florentine series. I think they would make that they should would make great friends. William and Gabriel, on the other hand, would have a little clash. But I think as as a girl, as girl talk, they would be good. This is true. And even Akasha, even Akasha. Yeah, I think that would be an interesting so. one. <laughs> Anna says the Massachusetts neighbor seems decent. <laughs> yeah, she does. She does. I think she would be a good friend to her. Um, mm -hmm. And I think she, just take those pies over. I, I, I think uh, <laughs> I think they could have some good chats over uh, over baking, pie and coffee. Um, uh huh. Shell saying if Paul kept things academic, friendship wouldn't be an issue. But he wants to be hands-on lovers. So That's true. The struggle That's continues, true. and we'll have to see how it goes um, in Chapter 13 okay. when we come together we next week. Next week. Um, so, anyway, and it, it's, you know, it's nice to have everybody together this week. And back home, again, I mean, no offense to Franca or Tony, who, who I, I have to meet Tony. Yeah. <laughs> you have to meet um, Tony, yes. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but, you know, this podcast has become so much a part of my life. Like last Saturday, I was like twiddling my thumbs. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, if there was a way anyway. I could have done it on my flight. <laughs> oh, no, no. It has it has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with that. But, I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it's like so much part of my yeah. routine, I guess, that lost. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we will. So, anyway, we'll, we'll we're back on track. Anyway, I'm so excited. Um, this was such a great discussion. I knew this chapter would bring it, and it it did. It did not mm -hmm. point. Um, and I think uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens as we go on. Um, <laughs> Eddie's saying Gabriel doesn't have a lot to get along with everyone. This is why he has so few. I think he also has some major trust issues too. Anna saying, maybe Julianne's on a girl's come to Jesus. We Maybe Julianne and a girl's come to Jesus. Anna, Eva, and Ava. <laughs> I think that would be another I great fanfic. Oh, my God. Betty noted, Julia kissed him first. And more Paul next week. Um, yeah, I do, Betty, to your point, to be fair to Paul, because I do think Paul is a beautiful, I do think a, a very beautiful, caring, kind soul. Um, I think he's, his, his feelings are driving him 
uh, and blinding him to some realities he needs to pay attention to. Um, but I do think he got confused um, initially. But when she says, I'm marrying Gabriel, that should be your clue. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Shell says she judges uh, uh, Julia for kissing Paul, Betty. And Betty, mm-hmm. she did Betty and was wrong in doing so. Lori notes, Betty's glass is half full. Never change, Betty. <laughs> and Flora yeah, was saying... she shouldn't. <laughs> oh, Pam was... Uh, Flora was saying, me too, for the last... About last week's podcast, Pam. I was with family, so that made up for it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. this really, really is great. Yeah, I, I, we, I, I went to a Mother's Day tea. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. That's right, because last week was Mother's Day. Um, That's right. And I do want to just thank everybody again uh, for participating in the chat. This is really awesome. Um, I think there could be some really good discussion um, online tonight. Uh, So don't forget, I wanted to remind you, SR is going to be back uh online on the facebook nine chat o'clock nine o'clock eastern time nine o'clock new york time with brenda mm-hmm. and the passion squad so absolutely go and sign up so you can get in the chat if if i have the ability to join i will try to do so i would love to i would love to uh hear the comments in the chat going on well, let me check my calendar. Oops, I'm all clear. <laughs> I'm not sure what's going on. My, my, both of my daughters are going on different vacations. Um, my one is going to the Outer Banks, and my oldest is going back to Athens, going back to Greece to have a reunion for her five-year uh, study abroad experience. So she'll be in Athens. She'll be in Naxos, which is one of the islands. And then she follows the path of Acacia and gets to go to Santorini. I'm not jealous at all. Not jealous at all. Mm-mm. So, not at all. Um, I don't know what's. So, I, I don't know what my ability. I might be helping running around, uh, helping them with final things. But see, mm-hmm. Abe and I are taking her to the airport tomorrow. Sweet. So we shall see. So yes. So, everybody, have a good week. We'll see you next week. And I'm going to leave you with an oldie but a goodie um, with Buffalo Springfield and for what it's worth. Have a great week, everybody. Yes. And congratulations, Floor, and all graduates. Yes, yes, yes. Congratulations, congratulations. Floor, I mentioned your graduation uh, on the podcast last time. So very proud and happy for all of you grads and everyone with proms in their lives. Have a wonderful, wonderful time. We'll see you all next week. Thank you all later. Starts when you're always afraid 
step out of line The man come and take you away We better stop, hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going now Stop, hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going We better stop now, what's that sound? 